tonight on Eureka Cast. Now it gets covers everything and gets everywhere. But do we know anything about it? Some may think it's lower than dirt, but between high power physics and cutting edge public works, science says it's a new dawn to dust. The following program is an artistic work of fiction and falsehood. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the broadcasters or the management thereof. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, I'm glad you're here. My name is Professor Rowan Meadowlark, PhD, and I'm an adjunct professor in lightworking here at the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Science. Welcome to Simon Amy's Eureka Cast Now, where science meets technology meets you. Joining me, as always, is media disruption developer Kai Hubris. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this, is a, this is a great year in the city of Chicago and in science and technology because this is the year of the puppet. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of puppet stuff in the city of Chicago, as as, as you know, Rowan. We are a, a city of puppets, and uh, puppets include AI and technology. Well, that that is um, true, and perhaps for any of us, any listeners out there who might not be from Chicago, we do have a world-renowned puppet festival that is uh, being set up, ongoing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, some, some, yeah, some would say the festival never stops. It's it's hard. You can't you can't uh, throw a shiny penny down mm-hmm. Michigan Avenue without hitting one of the uh, one of the the famous puppeteers busking on the side. Right. We have we have more in the city of Chicago at this point. I think there are more puppets than there are uh, citizens, residents of the city. Well, I mean, that might be construed as a political statement, but yes, I would happen to agree. What's the what's the show about today, Rowan? Well, today we are talking science and technology show. We are talking about dust. Dust, okay. Simon Amy himself has been hand picking these topics, albeit mm-hmm. sometimes with a little input from from you and I, Kai, but mostly yes. it comes from the uh, labyrinthian mind of uh, the uh, spirit scientist, uh, the Ur spirit scientist and himself. We, just as a labyrinth, we cannot escape. We cannot escape his mind, and nor should we. <laughs> We are uh, we are of no control where it twists and turns. We just have to go with the flow. So we're talking about dust, dust today, which is uh, a scientific concept. We, uh, we can turn it into one. Absolutely. Um, but uh, before we get to um, dust, our subject this evening, mm-hmm. I did want to, and I know I'm I'm kind of I'm 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 revealing a present before it's fully wrapped a little bit, guys. So you'll have you to have forgive a present me. for me, not for you. I think, I think we the have last a present. We we, we oh, how have you been enjoying your uh, in? sense holder uh i haven't looked at it i assume it's in the same place that i left it well anyway so uh today what we would uh we as as uh, we've mentioned before we have uh this program we do have this program right? has been uh helped through the generous support of mm-hmm. the chicago, chicago body chicago body project cbd 
Um, they have provided a great deal of uh, funding information, mm-hmm. um, you know, logistical work. And um, while Simon Amy and the staff thereof of the Simon Amy Solutions for Wellness, which we are technically a part of, yes. has foot a lot of it, um, the Chicago Body Project has been really coming through with grants and help. So and to support, them, thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. We provide, as you said, a lot of our data as well. And that's the exciting thing. Yes. And once again, I, I know that you're, I am, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm reviewing a little. I'm reviewing our hands a little early. But we just you got access hands. to um, a motherload of Chicago Body Project data. We have yeah. been because we are a long-term partner with them. We have been. Um, we are a gold member. We are effectively um, been helping them through our outreach. Um, they have decided to open up the coffers a little bit, right. sort of crack open the book. They've, um, uh, they've gamified the availability of their data, and we finally reached level thirty, so we can we can get that get all that data. Uh, and we have incredible ideas coming up with this data. Um, this is information on every single resident of Chicago as well as former and um, in some cases future residents yes, as well. It's so so uh, we've been having a lot of fun picking through there. Just, just <laughs> playing around with yeah, it. Yeah, just checking things out, seeing, you know, um, oh, let's let's see if let's, there's any Quincy's in the city. Yeah. Let's and, sort by, let's sort by date of birth now. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's sort by hair color. It's very fun. Sorting, unsorting, um, it's, it's sorting. It's very fun, but suffice it to say, it's not just fun it will real business. it it will be um illuminating very illuminating in the coming months as mm-hmm. we get to pick through this and perhaps we get access to more information we think it's going to really push recast now into the 23rd century um so uh, with that out of the way, um, and, and why don't we uh, move ahead to uh, talking about dust? And Kai, dust. Um, I know that you have a rather unconventional story about mm. dust, or perhaps it, maybe it's not entirely about dust. I've sort of been peeking over your shoulder a little bit. Yes. Um, it's about a lot of things. It is about science and technology, first and foremost, but it's a little bit about poli sci, it's a little bit about the city of Chicago. Uh, and it and it's it's a little bit about our our close and personal friend who we we were with during our election show we followed during our election show uh, and who was there with us virtually. Um, it's it's uh, about a little man named Brian Erlacher and his foray into into Chicago politics once more. All right, fantastic. Um, w- let me just uh, cue this up real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, there we go. And uh, whenever you're ready, Kai. Sure. So uh, this, the, what I wanted to talk about on our dust show, and it'll become more important, uh, or it'll become more obvious why this is a dust-related thing that we're talking about as I go further into this story, but this is about Brian Erlacher's bid, and you can see him coming. He's coming. He's coming ever closer in his just beautiful yellow blazer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantastic. Strapping man. Full head of hair, thanks to products. Um, this is about Brian Locker's mayoral bid. So, a little background, um, as you may or may not know, 2023, uh, the election in Chicago is coming up. The first round of the election will be taking place February 28th, and we might be here at the UE House now, we might be taking a closer look once again at the science technology around the election in Chicago, but it's happening on February 28th, and a bunch, just a, just a treasure trove of seats are up for grabs, including uh, the city clerk of Chicago, the treasurer of Chicago, all 50 members of the Chicago City Council. The archons, the archons um, the, various, uh, you know, uh, subcommittees for uh, the shamans and wizards and the clowns, the jesters coming up as well. Uh-huh. Um, 
I, I know the, the, I know you don't really care about these down ballot the, sort of things. Uh, the sysadmins are also on the table, and of course the 66 members of the newly created police district council. And finally, uh, and this is the big one, this is the celebrity amongst the group, the mayor of Chicago, is also, their head is on the chopping, Lori's head is on the chopping block uh, this upcoming month. Uh, because we are running the election for the mayor of Chicago as well. And you might have heard, if you're a resident of the city of Chicago, you probably have heard of some of the folks that are running. We have, of course, the, uh, the formidable Willie Wilson right there. We have uh, uh, Ch- Chewy, Chewy Garcia. Uh, Lori, Lori Lightfoot is running again, but somebody that you might not have heard of, but we is a real player, is a real contender for this upcoming election, I think more than a lot of the folks on this ballot. Um, as the, the kids say, a, uh, a goat... So the kids say a goat, a billy goat, the real billy goat in the paddock. That's that's yeah. Uh-huh. Um, is uh, is this uh, Brian Erlacher? You could see him there with the model. I'm not sure the relationship of him with this model, but sure they they sure do look good together. Um, Brian Erlacher is in fact on the ballot for Chicago mayor. He's running. He's he's throwing his hat in the game. I, and, and so uh, I mean I'm um, beside myself. If uh, for anyone who caught the um, uh, beside myself with happiness, I should say, because uh-huh. uh, anyone who uh, got the opportunity to catch our mid uh, <laughs> mid right. midterm election watch uh-huh. watch yeah watch, um, watch. we got evidence we had evidence that he was going to he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna win the seat he was gonna win the Senate seat. And I feel as though there's probably and 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 we have spoken privately about perhaps reasons that our information was wrong or more uh-huh. accurately perhaps that the results were wrong. But um, we were told to stop looking into that. And so we're we're not a political show. But right, we are not a political show. That's not our point. Our point was that we we had gotten the data right. It's all all about the data, all about the projections and the data. This is all, uh, you know. All science and stuff. Right. And usually when the data is incorrect or at least seems to be incorrect, it's not the data that's incorrect. It's no. it's the person interpreting it. It's the interpreters. Uh, and, and, and every time, we, you know, in science, once you, you, you learn something, you do something wrong, you fail, that's just a learning experience. That's just an opportunity to learn more. And we think we have a better idea about how things go go on in the poli-sci world now. Uh and once again, Brian Erlacher is, is coming face first into the realm of <laughs> Chicago politics. So what's the dust connection, Kai? Um, I'm getting to the dust connection. I'm getting to the dust connection. First, a little bit about our man here. Uh, he's rushing. He's tackling. He's a, he was a lineman in the Chicago Bears uh, a few a few years ago, in fact. He was a very famous lineman. He has some real nice tattoos. Um <laughs> And he um, he is of course running uh, fresh off of the Senate seat. He is running for the he's running as a uh, mayor of Chicago as a Chicago Democrat once Democrat once again. We don't see a lot of these. Not since the Daly family came and came, has come and gone. We are not seeing a lot of Chicago Democrats. Lori Lightfoot, Chewy Garcia, all these other people they are running as Democrats. I think DNC Democrats. Yeah. Um, we, we see some libertarians in there too. A very a very distinct thing from the Chicago Democrats. Yes. Uh, the machine. Um, if you Machine, will, yeah. In fact, as it as it um, as it says here, uh, 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 Brian Erlacher is, is bringing back the machine in more than one way to the city of Chicago. He's bringing back the Chicago the Chicago political machine uh, as a Chicago Democrat, but he's also bringing in another machine. What's the, and what is this other machine? Let me tell you. It's in fact. Uh, uh, so the thing is, uh, uh, now this is not Brian's first time in politics, as you can see. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> 
No, I, do, I, I can see that clearly. Yeah. Um, um, he's, he's, he's met with, uh, the, with the former for, for, president. A, the former president. Yes, former there president. he is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seems to be presenting him with a jer- jersey as famous 54. Um, and, uh, you know, he's been pretty silent on his platform overall, but he has been very insistent on one particular issue uh, of his platform, and it, and it is thus. Um, this is his slogan. This is his, his whole thing. Let me clean up the city of Chicago with my machine. And he always really stresses that last word, machine. So he is really big on cleaning up the city of Chicago, with a machine, and do we have details on this machine? Uh, well, we 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 do based on what what Brian has said, and we have personally here at Tech Brothers, we have a lot, we have some more details than the general public might that I that I want to share. Oh, please! But um, but first, let's talk about what in general. This is so. This is a quote by um by Brian Urlacher himself. He said he said he says this, um, and this is why it connects with our show today. According to him, Chicago is so dusty; it makes me sick. We can we can get out there all we want, bring thousands of men with brooms to sweep up the streets, and that that would be a start, but it wouldn't be enough. We need a machine. Brian Lecker is insistent that we need a machine that is able to clean up all the dust around the city of Chicago. Uh, do you have any context for when this statement was given? Um, uh, do you, He's um, saying it constantly. He has it written down, and pretty much at every meeting he has, he, he just sort of starts off and says this. Well, I mean, it's a bold platform. I yes. mean, the, the the Chicago dust problem is well documented, is well yeah. known. I can't go down. I, I can't go for um, a nice walk to the waterfront without getting my loafers absolutely caked in dust. Uh-huh. Um, and no, let me get started with the, the moccasins. I don't even bother wearing my moccasins out of the house you because sh- the du- the dust won't. The dust can't. doesn't come off. Um, the dust, the dust will not clear. The, the city of Chicago is one city Con- where the dust does not, dust does not clear. Concrete dust. Concrete dust. Um, metal dust. Metal dust. The dust that, that blows off the river. The Chicago River is incredibly dusty. Dusty. Just dust that comes from outside. I mean, of course, this is words from him. Dust that comes from outside the city. It's coming in. It's staying here. It's crusting the streets. It's moving in next door. I mean, the dust Indiana dunes. Indiana's right there with Indiana's the dunes. Indiana's over there with the dunes. They are. T- full of dust and it's now invading the city of Chicago um, so the thing is uh, 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 Brian Urlacher is investing a lot of his own personal finances into developing a, uh, a machine uh, uh, a machine that is going to clean up the dust and I'm proud to announce to you and to everybody here that well he is working with none other than Tech Brothers Laboratories to develop this machine and this is a first for machines this is a brand new idea this is a machine that is going to be able to clean up the entire city of Chicago of all dust completely remove all of it something that a broom or one of those little feather things is it would never be capable of doing so what's the is there is there do you have a um, mechanism of action decided for this machine not decided on so there's a number of different uh, there's a number of different Theories, number of different uh, areas that we're pursuing, and in fact, Brian has is is putting on his little engineer uh, jersey, and he's coming into our laboratory and he's making suggestions himself. Well, first off, what's really interesting about about this is he's not using any of his campaign money. He has some campaign money, as everybody sort of does um, if they're running for a um, position like this, a seat like this. Um, but he's using all, his only his personal money to fund the development of this machine. Um, and almost all of it is in something called fluid coin. Uh, fluid coin. Fluid coin. It's, and, and that's what it is. It's fluid. You, you can't really pin it down. Uh, it, 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 it conforms to any container it's put in. Um, 
all right. Well, I think we're but, getting I think we're getting a little off track here. Here's the uh, thing. Here's the thing. So so this is Brian Erlacher. He's he's coming into the laboratories and he's making suggestions. So first off, the suggestions for the machine um, are that he thinks it should make the dust vanish. Poof. Uh, that was one thing that he said. Another thing that he said is uh, it must be foolproof. Do you understand? So this solution, it needs to be foolproof. It needs to make the the dust vanish. Poof. And another, and, and this is an even more interesting suggestion that he's made. Um, maybe it's something in the air. Maybe we put something in the air that gets rid of the dust, makes it leave. And are these all ideas that were given to Tech Brothers as you began development of of these uh, of this machine? Yeah, he's just getting in there. He's uh, everybody's got their welding helmets on, and he's just in there screaming these ideas and he will not leave because he has ponied up the money so we gotta like let him without, stick without around. A, without a visor? Or a, or a... He's got some sunglasses on. Okay. So um, so yeah, that's so he has a lot of good ideas, and this is the thing he's a he's a he's a candidate that is also scientifically minded, um, and uh, we we in fact asked him, and you might be curious, Rowan, um, you know he's got all these grand ideas for removing the dust. This he's a, he's a single issue candidate. You don't hear a lot about that. You hear a lot about single issue voters. You don't hear a lot about single issue candidates. Well, I mean, and, and, and it's a shame because when you have that clarity of focus, mm-hmm. um, you can you can accomplish things. And right. and, and so, you know, and uh, with this, if Brian Urlacher can and deliver on, on cleaning the dust out of Chicago and maybe yeah. even into the suburbs, then um, and, and that's all he does. Well, he, he made a promise. He's, a, he's and it came accomplished true. something. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, you know, you, one might ask, well, why does he need to be mayor to do this? Why doesn't he go to the current mayor? Who's asking s- this? Who's asking people this? People are asking. People, why, have, people they, have, have asked why, it. Why, why are they asking this? I don't know, Rowan. It's <laughs> what's happening. I'm just reporting on the news. And um, and this is what he has said when he responds to this. And in fact, he says this. Uh, he says, they won't let me unless I am the mayor. They could never understand. <laughs> They will not let me use my machine unless I, <laughs> unless I am the mayor. Uh, yeah, they could never understand. So he's asked this over and over again, and this is his reply. Um, and and um and yeah. So uh, this is this is the other thing. Uh, other thing that he has said. Um, the thing is, politicians they just don't see it. Um, they just they pretend like they don't see the dust. Whereas the residents of the city of Chicago, the voters, do see it. And that's made clear by this this uh, statement here. Politicians, they pretend like there's nothing there. Uh, and they try to convince us that we don't see it. But we see it. The people of Chicago see it. They feel it. The dust, it's everywhere. On the street, in my house, on my skin. Chicago has to be the dustiest city I have ever seen. And I have had just about enough. Enough. This must end and soon. And with me, it will. So this is really his, that's his speech in a nutshell. That's his platform in a nutshell. Um, that the politicians in the city of Chicago, they pretend like they don't see the dust. He will be the first politician that's coming in and is saying, you know, we have a real problem here. There's dust everywhere. We need to get rid of it. And what else? He has his own machine that is going to do this. Well, I'm sure these other politicians have their own personal machines and right. they're using it to get rid of the dust near them. And, yeah. and, and, and and they don't want to share. Um, and that's sort of the difference between the DNC, yeah. the Democrats of the DNC and the Chicago Democrats, because the Chicago Democrats, if they have a machine, you're going to know about it. Gonna it's going to be, be right there. Yes, you will be in it. You'll be a gear spinning it into existence. Um, 
And yeah, that's his platform. So at Tech Brothers here, we are supporting uh, Mr. Erlacher in every way that we can to develop this machine. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this whole election thing in February really shakes out. I'm sorry. Um, um, forgive me if I if I uh, got lost in sort of um, the, this other stuff you're talking about because uh-huh. it's it's fascinating and it's you know it's uh, it's exciting to see something in politics. Um, that isn't just more of the same. That but how how does how does this machine work again? Well, we're we're there's a lot of different theories. We we are investigating putting something in the air, for example. We are investigating a bunch of tentacles. We're investigating tubes. Uh, oh, tubes are good. Pneumatic tubes. Oh, that's great. Um, and what we want to do is we want to do something that the Dyson Company never could. We want to get rid of all the dust forever. Well, um, send it out. Send it back to where it came from. Well, all right, Kai. Um, that sounds fantastic. Um, I'm uh-huh. glad to hear Tech Brothers has got a nice big project in the works. I know things have been. Uh, I know things have been uh, difficult. <laughs> yeah. And let's let this be a mantra for future Chicago. Well, thank you very much for that, Kai. Um, I, I, uh, that was uh, good news coming out of politics for once. For once. Um, but we have reached about the halfway point yeah. of the program, so I think it is about time for our mid-show. Um, oh, it is time for the data dunk, so of course, of we've course. Talked, you talked at the beginning about the Chicago Body Project. They are still a regular supporter of us, and one of the ways they support us and we support them is by doing the data dunk. Um, the data dunk being a little bit of a test in the middle of the show, um, and it allows us to collect some data from the listeners to this program. Right, and and full disclosure, you know, this could in some ways be construed as a um, as a sponsored segment. This could be construed as um, you know, uh, not necessarily an advertisement, but um, a little bit of a pitch that we're doing. Right, um, but it's but, not. But it, it's not, and it's, it's very an experiment. It's, it's it's very important that that um, if you are tuned in, you listen to these messages and you come in with an open mind. Right. Right. Um, so uh, with that out of the way, Kai, why don't we uh, why don't we go ahead with the data dunk? Okay, so here's the data dunk. Broads, I'm feeling very guilty of wanting to have my cake and eating it too, like a lot of people. This is especially true when it comes to cooking. I want a restri- qu- restaurant-quality meal, but I want to enjoy them from the comfort of my own home. I want to try new cuisine and fun recipes, but I don't want to spend a fortune on ingredients I may never cook with again. You get the idea? All right, there it is. There it is. Fantastic. We've Fantastic. Got, we got it once more. Thank you, everybody, for participating in this show's Data Dunk from the Chicago Body Project. Um, and Simon Amy's Eureka Cast now. Uh-huh. Uh, Kai, so why don't we go ahead and move to the mid-show midterm? Um, the, the midsies? Uh, so the mid-show midterm, um, in brief, is just a fun little question we like to leave you at the, uh, at the midpoint of the show. Uh-huh. A little piece of trivia or, you know... Usually it's a trivia. And um, you can sort of meditate that, chew on that, think it over while we take a short five to seven minute break. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, tr- move over to that. Um, all right. So the quest. So today, dust. Dust is the the thoughts. The the what we're th- the theme is that dust over there. Th- dots. 
Uh, the question is, for today's mid-show midterm, is uh, according to entomologists, entomologists, what is, from the following list, what is the most common species of dust mite? The mothers of dust, where dust comes from. What is the most common species of dust mite? And the answers are as follows. Well, we got some pictures here. Uh, uh, Rowan, you want to start? You want to read those off for me? Um, Number one, Dermatophagoes ferinae. A Dermatophagoes ferinae. Dermatophagoes ferinae. Dermatophagoes. Let's just say D ferinae. D ferinae. Uh, then we have uh, D avanzi. Number two is D. Fa- Avanzi. They're all dermatophagoids. Okay. It's, it's all it's all the same. Next um, up, Rowan? Dust mites the same. Uh, D. Hauterol. Oh, sorry. D. Sibonsi. As as you can tell, we are not. Um, We're not entomologists. We are not entomologists. Um, and well, I used to know entomologists, but um, I don't really. You know, I'm kind of blackballed from those circles due mm-hmm. to the actions of a certain co-host. Um, when we were a long time ago. And, of course, we have D. halterophilus. Right. And so... So, according to entomologists, which one of those four types of dust mite, which one of these four types of dust mite, is the most common type of dust mite? And um, it's worth remembering, too, that um, dust mites um, are already extremely common. You're, you're in your house, in your car, on you, in your workplace, um, on every, your loved every ones. Parts of your, every part of your skin crawling around, creeping on you. And, and, and you know what? So, um, you know, it's, it's the most common of a very common thing. So yeah, it's uh, we're talking about the hydrogen here, right? Um, so uh, we're gonna let you think about that. No cheating, no looking it up. Uh, while we take a short um, five-minute little break, five to seven minutes, um, and when we return, more dust, more dust, and the answer to this mid-show midterm. Please stay tuned. <laughs> And we are back. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's time to go into the uh, the mid-show midterm, the answer to the mid-show midterm that we posed before starting the break. Uh, Kai, do you want to go ahead and, and just reiterate that real quick for yeah. anyone who's just tuning in? Yeah, so the mid-show midterm uh, question for this week is, according to entomologists, what is the most common species of dust mite? And the four options that we have are uh, D. Farinae, D. Farinae, D. Avanzi, D. Sebonsi, and D. Halterophilus. Yeah, and, and so the thing um, to uh, 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 about dust mites and the question of what's the most common dust mite is that all dust mites are common. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. We can't escape them. And why would we want to? Unless we had a great machine designed by Brian Urlacher well, and I, the any... good boys over at Tech Brothers Laboratory. Well, I think Brian Urlacher would love the dust mite because it's eating the dust. If anything, that true. maybe that's something worth investigating over at Tech Brothers, whether or not more dust mites maybe might help with the dust problem. Robotic dust mite. Uh, Maybe some some nanobot dust mite. Right. So, you know, it's multitudes upon multitudes. You can't escape them. They're everywhere. They're on you, probably inside you at least a little bit, depending on uh, what you define as the inside of Mm -hmm. your body. Um, 
And the question was, which of them is most common? What's and the most common one of these incredibly common things. So, Kai, why don't we go ahead? What do you What do you have for us? Uh, um, what's What do you think? What do you think the answer is? That's a good question. I like uh, I like the sound of a di sabonsi. That makes it sound like it's Italian. So I'm uh, I'm I'm in with this. I mean, there's a lot. A lot of these seem Italian. I guess that's what makes a Latin lat. But I like sabonsi. Sabonsi. All right, so, hey, Zabonsi! I mean, that's as good of a reason to pick an answer as any. So uh, why don't you so go ahead see. and let's see what the answer All right, was. let's see what the answer is. <laughs> Three question marks. Uh, the answer is no one knows. No one knows. There's too many to count. Um, even leading entomologists, um, you know, um, eh, eh, haven't, uh, they, they, they just don't know. And while I'm no expert in the field, I would not be surprised if uh, many brilliant minds were snuffed out by madness in mm-hmm. attempting to trying sin- to count all those dust mites. And and you know what? It's such a uh, predominant thought that um, you know even. Once again, amongst experts, um, specifically according to world-renowned mite expert Samuel Yabaya. Um, I'm not counting all those. You go do it if you care so much. Yeah, I guess this is a real question. Scientists sometimes have to ask themselves, does this does this question matter? Do I, should I pursue this question? Who cares? And 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 uh, Samuel Yobaya, PhD, says uh, says uh, heroically, no one, no one cares. <laughs> Which is um, why he's the expert. Why he's, he's the might the ex- expert. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're not. He's the he's the Feynman, just simplifying our jobs for us. Well, all right. So I think that about um, that that brings us out of the um, mid-show midterm, and now I have a little bit of a uh, of something I would like to. Well, uh, actually, to... before that, Rowan, I I, I I do personally have a have have a little something as well. Oh, is it a part two? Have you gotten news on Brian Erlocker's dust removing machine? Uh, not not quite. We won't get the the reports on that for a few weeks now. Um, anything do... new from the Chicago Body Project? Anything anything interesting coming coming that way? No, not per se. I, I don't like that tone very much. I have another Musk Child update. Musk Child update. This is my own personal segment where I take. Uh, I inform the audience about one of the yes, passions this is, of mine. This is your own personal <laughs> segment. You are welcome to this segment. This is one of our favorite segments on Recast Now. No, 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 no. This is where one we, of your favorite segments. Where we talk about all the There's latest There's no news. we. We don't. There is no we in this. I am not talking about Musk, Elon Musk's children. I'm not doing it. All the news you can use about <laughs> Elon Musk's children. All right, and this one is a and this one's a great one. So this is a Musk Child update. So you can see him there; he's got a baby. Uh, that's basically his children, boss babies. It's a Musk. <laughs> All right, so the, the Musk Child update of this week. Um, keep it keep it rolling, Kai. Come on, keep it segment. rolling, please, please. I'm begging you. This is you, actually Kai. quite an interesting one. Um, so the the Musk Child update of this this uh, this week refers to little Cleopatra Growlithe Musk. Who is age five years old, and uh, and, and this little Musk just got a new toy from Daddy. You see, uh, Elon Musk has has been developing an artificial intelligence that he has called Threelon, 
which is a lifelike doll uh, that's programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Uh, designed by Mon- Musk, who is, as we know, also a brilliant roboticist, Threlon can listen, watch, learn, uh, and learn as it plays the role of a friend, teacher, playmate, and protector for any child. Um, when th- when uh, when Elon Musk became the unexpected caretaker of Cleopatra after his caregiver that usually takes care of her uh, got uh, ha- went mysteriously missing, he decided to instead of uh, you know taking his t- time away from uh, Tesla and SpaceX and of course Twitter uh, to take care of this child, he decided to give the child uh, a Threlon prototype. And let me just tell you, uh, they've been having a lot of fun. Uh, playing with each other, Threlon and little Cleopatra Growlithe Musk. Where do you get this information, Kai? I have my sources. I have my sources. I have a, I have a, a vein. I have a, a thick vein, a pipeline from the Musk household to right to my front door, <laughs> and that's where I'm learning this this information about uh, Cleopatra and little Threlon. Well, that that's um, you know what? No, that's not even that's not fantastic. That's um, that's uh, a truly. Um, Truly awful. All right, this has been a um, must child update. We are, we are all we are all worse for knowing this information. Um, nope, nope, nope. I, I, I let's we're trans. We're, nope, transition transitioning away from that. Um, <sighs> but now I believe let's return to our uh, to our topic for tonight, which is dusk, dusk, dust disruption. Um, dawn to dust. Yes, and um, uh, I'm going to make this uh, relatively quick um, because we are uh, rapidly approaching the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but excuse me. Um, everyone has heard about the newest advancement in fusion and high power physics. It's it's been all over the news, not just science and technology news, yeah. but the national news. Um and I am happy to say I was able to be a part of that project. A part of the uh the, what what project? What did you were you talking about? Oh, the newest um the latest and greatest um Innovation in fusion and high ah, power fusion. physics. Yeah, that's big in the news these days. Fusion, uh, making, slamming things together, making energy out of them. Right, and and you know what? I had the pleasure of working directly with the team that was able to get through this breakthrough, and now I am happy to say, thanks to the Simon Amy organic cyclotron, uh-huh. we have made. Wait for it. Okay. Stardust. You've made stardust? Yes, millions of dollars and thousands of man hours, but we finally made stardust in a lab. Real artificial okay. stardust. Real artificial stardust. I begs the question, what are you talking about, Rowan? Well, I mean, you know, think of Carl Sagan, you know, uh, we're all but stardust in, you know, geeled together or whatever he said. Yeah. Um, uh, and and you know and the, it's the sort dream, of a metaphor. The, I the dream, the dream of having stardust has long eluded individuals. Uh-huh. Um, you know, from the highest sultan to the lowliest peasant to you and I. Have people have people been asking for this? Have people wanted stardust? Well, of course. Why wouldn't they want stardust? But you can't because you can't have it. It's right there. It's it, you can see it. You can see where it comes from. I can't you can see, see the stars. It. I can see the stars. You can see the sun, but there's no dust to be found. It disappears by the time it gets to Earth. I don't. I think it's more of like a whole. It's a metaphor sort of thing. Well, I mean, stars do produce dust. And don't worry. Once again, they don't reach Earth, so Brian Urlacher doesn't have to worry about it. Uh-huh. But we, we, there is constantly being dust put off by these stars, and it has been 
my own personal dream and uh-huh. I'm the dreams of others to have to have a little jar of this little jar or or um you know a, an urn or catch it a as it falls vial um catch it on your tongue yeah and we're that much closer um Originally, uh, just as a little bit of a background, um, we originally um, put together this whole um, thing uh-huh. to uh, uh, make stars for people. Um, you know, this whole idea of um, the uh, naming a star, they're, yeah. they're micro stars, um, or to, to name a star. And uh, send out, and then that star is is named uh, after you or whatever you chose to name it. Right. Um, and uh, it's unfortunately those things have been scams in the past. They have been ripoffs, um, at least in the sense that they are not actual names for the stars. They're not recognized by any other body. Um, and this project originally was put together to create micro stars in a lab where people could name them. Right. And then they would have a star. They but, would know it's theirs. And that would be the only n- the only example of a star. Though de facto, that is the true name of so the this star. Is what you tried to do, but you realized that... Um you realize that this is not a thing that you could do. It's not how stars work. Well, no, I mean, we could do it, and we did do it, but unfortunately the stars only existed for, and continue to only exist for about femtoseconds at a time. Right. You know, it's it's hundreds of thousands of dollars just to, you know, get the steam engine going for the cyclotron, uh-huh. um, just in wood alone. The point is, we haven't cracked that nut per se, but we have been able to produce... Stardust, real artificial stardust from uh-huh. actual stars that um, exi- that have existed. What? Okay, you keep saying this. What is? What is star? What is the? What is? What is stardust, Ron? Well, it's uh, all sorts of things. It come depends on the star that you use. What? What do? You, how? I mean, they're all pretty much the same. They're all just combining things together in really hot ways. Well, I mean, maybe to someone who is not a, a connoisseur. All right, tell me about the differences between stars. What are the phenotypes of stars, Rod? Well, there's the red dwarves. Uh-huh. Um, there's a brown dwarf. I think there's a blue dwarf. <laughs> I don't think I so. think there's a whole rainbow of dwarves think... as well as some giants. And then I'm I assuming there's some the I'm assuming there's Sorry. some halflings in there. They're all uh, the same. We're running out of time on this, so okay. let's just go ahead. I am ahead, I am though. happy to offer for the first time, um, <laughs> the first time ever, uh-huh. a pre-order of some of the stardust for handmade real artificial, artificial stardust. stardust. Handmade available for pre-order. Pre-sale. You're selling things on this show, Rowan. Well, I'm not selling it. I'm 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 giving people information on uh, the ability to make pre-orders uh-huh. um, for this handmade and one-of-a-kind um, um, uh, 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 material. All right, tell us about it then, Rowan. Well, if it's all so special and different. Uh, well, so so let's go ahead and go through some of the um, some yeah. of the stardust that we have produced on site and we're able to uh, offer for pre-order. Okay, let's see. Let's see this okay so this is um uh, a pretty fairly representative of the um stardust that we've been able to produce thus far uh-huh. it's sort of a granular um sort of uh white consistency you it little spark little spark i am getting to it i am getting to that all right now this comes from a star that we we do call this little sparky um and as you can see there it's fairly representative of what we uh, end up with the original name of this star was um 7b uh 
Alpha 3345. This we is nicked, the star that you made in the laboratory? And then promptly disappeared and turned into stardust, uh-huh. and that's what we see for us, this, a.k.a. Will Sparky. It turned into this, right? Yes. How do you... What? what? That's not what stars are. <laughs> Maybe this looks like kindling. It, 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 uh, Kai... Please, I've seen the stars through the little people. I've seen them Dude, flicker the into existence. Obscura that you've made. <laughs> and flicker out of existence. And this is what we left it. This, uh, it. And this is available. This is this is available. This okay, this isn't great. this isn't um fine. Let's see the next one, then. Let's, let's go to the next one, because I think this one's... Sloppy one's, surprise. Kai, please. <laughs> Kai, please. <laughs> it's a jar of dirt. <laughs> it's a jar of stardust. It's a jar of soil. I mean, it's, it's, it's stardust. That is stardust produced from the star um, WASP557, which, which we name, nicknamed Sloppy Surprise. And this is uh, this is the stardust that the Sloppy Surprise... There's a lot more of this than oh. there was the picture previously. Well, that's the surprise. Do you want to guess why it's sloppy? Because it's dirt. Because it's stardust. All right, let's see this next one then, Rowan. All right, this is this is this is lovely. All this that is, glitters. Yes, Kai, please, please. I'm just reading what it says on the screen. This we is see, like salt. This, this looks like a bunch of salt. This is from Star HR four five seven nine Alpha. Um, uh-huh. We nicknamed it All That Glitters, and yes, this is some of the finest stardust that we have been able to produce yet. Not the most, not the finest, but some of the finest. What makes it fine? What makes it? Well, just look talking? at it. It glitters, um, but it's not. Remember. All that glitters isn't gold. Is there reference to a song? Is there reference to... Sometimes what glitters is stardust. And this is available for pre-order straight from the star. Real art... I can't stress it enough. Real artificial stardust. What makes it artificial? You're claiming that it's from a star. Well, we made this... It's an artificial star. That doesn't matter. It's... it's what's the next one? The next okay, one this, is, this is our... Um, this is an incredible All right, example. Ron, you read this one. What is... What is this? So this is a lovely... Um, this is a lovely example of a star that actually went through a couple of life cycles in our cyclotron, uh-huh. um, sort of uh, pulsated. And as it pulsated, you got different consistencies and colors of stardust that came out of it. Um, the original name of this star was, uh, we were calling it um, HXX75 Epsilon, okay. a.k.a. Javier's Secret. Javier's uh, Secret. And you can see when it's placed in this nice decorative it's jar. It's a jar with a cork on it. It's just a bunch of sand, Rowan. It's, it's different colors. Dust. It's stardust. It's different colored stardust. And yes, it is decorative. Um, very decorative. Uh-huh. What's the next one we got here? Um, and this is the fine. This is this is the best example we've done. What yet. is this? What is, is this? I won't even bother with the uh, the, the la, scientific term. la magique. La magique. La magique. This is what is this? Is a bubble? That is a bell jar. Somebody's making a. That is a bell jar, and inside of that bell jar is exactly one fleck of the. Finest. Why is it outside? The finest. Well, just it was a nice. It was a nice day out. We took the picture outside. The point. Why would you not show it under a microscope if, if it's a single gram? It's not a single gram. It's a single grain, Kai. Why is? Why can't I not see it? Why are you showing me an empty jar? It's not empty. There's stardust in there. From my perspective, go on, Rowan. What are you talking? About? Well, well. So, so um, that that's it. I'm I'm just very excited to present these uh, start this uh, this new exciting solution for wellness that we were able to create down at the Cyclotron. Uh-huh. Um, we don't have any information on um, remuneration for what this stardust will look like, but I would expect into the six or seven digits per gram. Um, and uh, money. You know, 
Um, of, 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 of various things. Fluid coin. Anyway, we're at the end of the show. At we're the at the, the end show. of the program. Um, Rowan, you have a, <laughs> Rowan, would you like to end our show as you often do with a poem? I would like to end with a poem. Wonderful. Um, uh, to help, let's center us, sort of ev- evacuate those negative thoughts about, um, you know, whether or not this is stardust or worth anything or musk children. Let's clear our thoughts mm-hmm. um, and, and, and leave on a note of tranquility with a poem by Jacqueline Trent titled Dusty Boys. I miss my boys. Them dusty boys. Them rough boys. Them boys working blue. New boys are dripping. New boys are moist. Clammy boys, get them away. No, no, no. I'll just wait for the dust and them boys. Beautiful. Really, really paints a picture. Eureka Cast Now is thoroughly vetted, fact-checked, and meditated upon through the support of the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Science beneath the Yards campus here on the south side of Chicago, Illinois. We are broadcast every Saturday evening, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on WLPN 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio and simulcast live on twitch.tv slash awcyfm at that same time. If you'd like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at eurekacast.org. And listen up, citizen scientists. Check us out. Leave us a react on the book. That's facebook.com slash EurekaCast. Share us on the gram. That's EurekaCast on Insta. And let's get ratioed over there on Twitter. EurekaCast there as well. Or you can always drop box our email at awcyfm.com. Leave us your top kecks and any epic gamer moments. Uh, but I would like to end the show for the first time ever with uh, something in support of some of that data that we received from the Chicago Body oh, Project. Oh, you pawed through it? You found yeah. you found a juicy morsel to share with the, um, uh, not juicy, or not not dusty, but juicy, in fact. Yes, in fact, a juicy morsel. Uh, this is going to be our weekly docs from the Chicago Body Project. All right, all right, I'm excited. All I'm right, excited. The, the weekly docs is, uh, is, is Greg Hawkins from the, uh, na- uh, the Logan Square neighborhood. He has three dogs named Chip, Chap, and Chop, and he is currently eating a medium-sized cheese pizza from Domino's all by himself while watching the news. Uh, and, 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 and wouldn't uh, um, a true Chicagoan, if there ever was one. There ever was one. Uh, so here's, here's to you, Greg. And uh, next week, let's, here's hoping it's you. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, thanks, uh, th- thanks, Kai. Th- um, and uh, and, uh, and, uh, thank you, Chicago. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.